Hello, and welcome to Keystone Copycats with Chris and Zach. I, of course, am your Zach, and he, of course, your other host. Chris. The big baby boy himself. Do you like when I call you the big baby boy himself? I, um, I'm a different. Do you need me to burp you? Mm, not right now. Okay. You know, when my when my son was, was very small, I used to pat him on the butt and say I was farting him. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Trying to get the gas out. I think I remembered. Uh, so I saw this morning, I was driving my son to school, and I saw a truck, and it had a sticker on the rear window. You mm-hmm. know what the sticker said? Yes. It said, my mirrors pull out, but I don't. Oh. Ah. I, um, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know why your mirrors would need to pull out. Well, I know. That, here's the thing. That. that is the thing, though, is like there, there are some trucks that have these mirrors that go out and you can like push them back in if you need to fit a tighter space or what. I, I don't know. Whatever. I, I think part of it is like you can pull them out so they can see further if you're like towing something, I guess. So you can kind of have a I, whatever. I suppose. But like. It just seems like more of a hazard being stuck into the other lanes. Yes, it does. Um. I don't get it. And I get it. Why why is it important that you have you can see your trailer and you like to jizz in people? Yeah, because uh uh the comparison I don't maybe it's like a conversation starter. Like he just wanted you to come over and talk to him and it, he didn't know how to do it. It so. feels like <laughs> it feels like the like redneck version of those stickers that say if you're gonna ride my ass at least pull my hair like it feels like oh. the, have you seen those no that's like it's a hot awful, topic too. or like spencer gifts kind of oof <laughs> yeah that yeah was a, that was a mistake yeah uh, you know it just it happens it exists so how you doing not too bad it's been a pretty good morning so far i've had two coffees yeah oh a three technically Three, really three? You, you count the shot of espresso. I do. I was, do count it. I was on its end. I don't put it in there. I'm not trying to like heighten the drink. I just want it straight. No, Let's it's in to addition to. It's like if it was a. It's like getting a shot with your beer. Mm. You're not going to necessarily put them together. You drink it. It depends separately. on what song you're listening to. Some songs, oh really? Especially country ones. They put them all together. Do they really? One shot. One. Do beer, they pull out? <laughs> and one. I don't know. I think there might be two shots in the song because he's like one shot, one whiskey, one beer. I'm like, well, that seems like that's just. What's two. the shot of? I, he he could have saved a, a lyric, a line, and just said two shots. Maybe he's sipping the whiskey. Maybe the shot. Maybe he means like maybe a he's, vaccine. No, maybe, <laughs> maybe like, he's, no, getting, no, he's country. He's not getting a vaccine. <laughs> maybe, no, he's just maybe shooting. he's getting a shot of penicillin. Maybe he's, yeah, he probably shot another ethnicity. Oh, maybe <laughs> he's, he's draining three pointers. Because he's country. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yours is the right one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just admit, as soon as the cowboy hat goes on, you're shooting people. Yeah. that aren't white. You're very subdued today. You're very like, mm, yes, I drank my coffee. Hmm. I'm just. You're very relaxed. Just, What's uh, going on? Just being. Just we we being got here. there. Just we being, got there, buddy. Just, just What's being, going on? Just being here. Just, just being here. Just being here. Just living just, in the moment. I'm just being in this moment. You know. Tell me something with you. And this is important. Okay. Do your mirrors pull out? I don't. Follow up question. <laughs> no, I don't. When you're having sex with your truck, do you pull out? I make very inappropriate comments a lot. But so during you, intercourse, so you, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, it may, yeah, always then. When you're intercoursing, yeah, 
I like it. But I, I yeah, I'm not going to do it this time. Do you want to give me an example? <laughs> um, one time I didn't pull out. And <gasps> I was like, this is just like my mirrors. Because they don't pull out. Yeah. And then you felt bad because you didn't get that upgrade to your truck where the mirrors pull out. felt bad because I ate a bunch of food. Oh, that too. This horse ate a bunch of food yesterday. What? what? There was this horse. I, he wasn't throwing a fit, but he was definitely like being dramatic because I've never seen a horse roll on the ground. <laughs> and, this horse, and it was this big old belly of a horse, and he was just yeah. rolling around, itching his back. And, I, and I, I was like, man, that's like the biggest belly ache in the world. He's like, oh. <laughs> Shouldn't eat all those saturated oats. Too many oats. Yeah. I've never seen a, a horse roll on its spine. I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> yeah. Huh. He either had a really bad itch or he was bloated. Did you call that horse ambulance? <laughs> no. It, they would have dissected him. Take yeah. Him away. Um. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that story about the uh, the town up north that has like the uh, the drunk moose? No, what off apples? Yeah, they would like the apples would fall and he would get drunk and they called him Buzzwinkle. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's pretty clever. This is a good story. I heard it on NPR a few years ago. I like that ant so like if an animal on its own will just eat forever. Like they eat till they get sick, right? Uh, not necessarily, thing. no. I, think, like, I don't know. Well, I think some of them do. Dogs do that and I've seen cats do Ugh, that. Fucking dogs. And hamsters and gerbils will do that. Yeah. Um so I love that the strategy for animals is just to get real big and fat. Is that like the, the their their strategy is just to get giant. We're animals, and I am pursuing that strategy. <laughs> I guess they think that like <laughs> if I'm big enough, nothing will be able to eat me. Yeah, try to eat me right now. That's I mean, but but once again, like so, if animals <laughs> had their way, it would just well, yeah. I guess it's just like us, we just get big and fat. Yeah. Come eat me. Yeah. Try it. Try it. It's, it's sad that that's what that's what all programming is. I'll just, roll just away keep, from you. Just keep going, man. Just fuck it. Just get to the other side. Uh-huh. Which is like your way through life. Well, it's funny because like for like thousands and thousands of years, like humans had to like we were we were like uh, nomadic, like sort of like scavengers, and like we would just have to like eat what we could, you know, and so. There was no, like, precedent for, like, the vast abundance that we have today. And and you still have that instinct ingrained in you that you're like, I got to keep going because I might not have food. Like, so I have to, like, get everything I can while I can. The dinosaurs had it right. What? Because <laughs> they would eat rocks like chickens do it, but they get fat. What if we... Because if you eat rocks, you can't digest them, and it just takes up space in your gut, so you can't eat as much. Huh. So... So it's like an early lap band. Yeah, they had that gastroliths. <laughs> what if we... So I think that uh, dinosaurs were like, let's not get too fat, and then they and then they died, and everyone's like, so maybe we should get fat. Because I feel like <laughs> the fact that they're all dead means that they were doing it wrong. Uh, maybe... Yeah. The asteroid was like not on my watch. What if we made like skinny ass animals? What if we made like an educational children's television program uh, where dinosaurs teach kids about the food groups and it's called Dinosaurs? Oh, okay. Do you like that? I like dinosaurs if they're just trying new uh, menus. Oh, so it's like restaurants, diners, drive-ins, and dinosaurs. I no, I think dinosaurs. Diner, Di- dinosaurs. 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 Was, yeah, it was, it cuts through. 
it really gets it's to the clean. point. It's really clean. But they never like. There's one like there's one the T Rex. He like he can't eat, so you have to feed him. Yeah. And then there's animosity building up because the apatosaurus is always like, I don't feel like doing this every time, and like I want to enjoy my meal. Yeah. So they're kind of like an older married couple, and they like they don't speak anymore because <laughs> the T Rex is just kind of a you know a nuisance. I think they need to so find it's a like depressing show. <laughs> I think I think we start like twenty two seasons in where it's already it's, it's already taken its toll. I like that idea. You know, I like the idea of starting something like in the middle twenty two. You know, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, like our friendship, and then like let's start it now. Yeah, twenty years in. And then the Apatosaurus dies, and the T-Rex has to have, like, a government-assisted dinosaur help yeah. him. It doesn't care. It gets a helper monkey, and, and then it's, it's just, like, a dinosaur just, remake of Monkey Shines. Is that a thing? Monkey Shines? Yeah. It's Christopher Reeve. He's in a wheelchair and has a monkey that helps him, and then it's evil. Oh, and yeah. he, like, goes into its mind and goes out and kills people. Like, it's bonkers. Oh, yeah. I feel like I saw that on Daytime <laughs> TV. wild movie. Oof. <laughs> so, how That's you a, doing? Um... <laughs> I rejected a woman. She flicked a burger on me. <coughs> Wait, what? There's a woman at the uh, at the intersection not far from you. Uh huh. And she was in a car, and there was a big fella next to her. Yeah. And she kept looking over and smiling at me, and I was like, "Oh, this is weird because your your fella's right there. Like maybe it was a brother." Or no, a they wanted or... a little a little fella for their. For their... <laughs> it's weird. But she kept looking at me like it was noticeable. Like I was looking away, doing the polite thing where I wasn't making eye contact. But then I looked over and she was still staring at me. And then when I would catch her eyes, she would smile. And I'm like, oh, she's definitely trying to send me a little message there, even though her dude's right next to her. So I kept not trying to look at her. Yeah. So did it twice and she kept making eye contact and smiling. And then on the third time I looked back and she was flicking something at me. And I think she had like was like, fine, fuck you and was flicking a booger at me. Because that's how you act when you, you know, if you get rejected, you know, to a guy next to you, you, you flick stuff at him. I think that's a strategy. Because never get away. I think you smile at somebody to try to make them uncomfortable so they'll look away, so they won't notice you picking your nose and flicking and flicking it. boogers on them? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a strategy, and I think you should start. I know, I was thinking, I was like, that poor guy, that poor guy is probably covered in boogers. He's crusty. Just. <laughs> Christophorus. Yeah. That's his name. Christofferson. Yeah. <sighs> well. That happened. That happened. It's a thing. I don't know what to do with the information. I don't, like, there, it's not a lesson to be learned, I guess. Maybe just don't stop. Don't stop at stop signs, and that won't happen to you, but. Wait, you were, you were I stopped. I think it'll be bad You were stopped at a stop sign next to somebody? Or a red light. Oh, okay. Whatever. I was like, man, you got a double lane stop sign. That's, those aren't no, super I, common. I definitely have stopped at a stop sign for a long time. That yeah. was when I was high. Because you were waiting for it to turn green? Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And then if it hey, did... I've done I, it and I don't get high. Like, it's just, I was just dumb. That would have been a much bigger problem if the stop sign turned green. Like, not... A <laughs> but would it say go or would it still just be green and you're like, oh, shit. Like, Oh, it's a green stop. Oh. <laughs> what, what does that mean? That's like fucking chaos town. I was going to say, not only am I not high, but neither is my IQ. Yeah. And that's why I thought the stop sign was going to turn green. I had to tell the story the other day, and I realized that I might not have told it on air. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about how my new dad was shooting pears? <laughs> no. Okay. Like so, the fruit? Yeah. So okay. apparently there's these fruit trees on the property I live at, and I don't see them. The and, orchard. And I, there's just a, it's an old wives' tale at this point. Um, but apparently there's. And you're about to have a new wife. There was, there was pears <laughs> growing in this tree. So 
my dad was out there and I guess trying to shake them. Like he had his servant up there trying to <laughs> shake the pears out and it didn't work. And I found out that it was just kind of a half-assed attempt. So he really wanted the pears. So he went back on his own and took his pistol and was shooting at them, trying to shoot the stem. He's trying to shoot them so down. They would fall. But he, I was like, so what happened? Like, how many did you get? He goes, I didn't. They kept exploding. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, so <laughs> if anyone. If anyone happened to catch that, a 73-year-old man took yeah. out a gun and started shooting a tree. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if they had bothered to stop, they would see he was shooting at pears to get them. I think shooting at the pears is way less crazy than just shooting at a tree. I don't know. I don't know if anyone would see the difference, really. And even explained, yeah. there's not much difference. And I was like, how good of a shot do you think you are? He goes, what, you think you couldn't hit him? I said, well, did you? He goes, well, I hit the pears. He's I'm like, like well, don't worry about it. Then you're a good <laughs> shot if your goal was to make pear sauce. I think you <laughs> I think you could hit a pear. I think you could shoot a pear. I wanted to fucking throw a pear at him for the incompetence. Yeah. Mm. But I'm like, so what happens to the bullet there, buddy? So what do you mean? I was like, well, you're shooting bullets into the sky. Like that's what happens in the me- the movie The Mexican. You can't uh. just shoot pistols into the air. Uh. Zero. Con- you can't shoot straight up. We know that. Well, it'll still come down eventually. Eventually, but nowhere near you because you're shooting away from you, up yeah. and at an angle. <laughs> so you, yeah. you're acting like I, it's his problem. Th- it was another one of those situations where. I didn't have any backup where I'm just like, <laughs> I'm having this discussion and they're like, yeah, of course I did. I'm like, Oh, I mean, okay. I don't, if you don't understand why this is ludicrous, then I can't start yeah. explaining it because totally. I love, I think that I could live a thousand lifetimes and I would never have the same type of stories that you have because you are just a magnet for weird shit happening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know I've told this one before, but it's just that what happens with just me is that everyone, like on Thanksgiving, everyone in the room had good reception, and the TV, the Wi-Fi was working perfectly, and everything's just going great except for me, and I just turn over to my fiance, and she goes, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know why it's only you and your stuff. Like, it's it weird. Literally, doesn't make sense. She goes, look, like, my, my inter- like, I was trying to watch this show, and it wouldn't let me watch the show that I wanted, and everyone <laughs> else was able to watch whatever they, like, it was, like, perfect. Like, what were you trying to watch? I think she'd leave. Oh, uh, she sent me a video of you and watching then, it so, on your phone. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> it was wasn't. very funny. Yeah, it was, I, she got it to work because she plugged it into my phone. It wouldn't work. That's and really And she funny. took my phone and tricked it. Into thinking it was huh. her, and then it worked because it, it was like a good forty-five minutes. Like... <sighs> and she would, but she showed me. She goes, "Look, it like I'm connected. How come you're not?" I said, "Because that's just how <laughs> it is when you're me." That's that's very funny. Yeah, I, don't, I like it. I, I don't know. Like my my son does the same thing. Like everything works for him, and then when I if I physically touch it, that there's like a magnetic current. You're a, you're a problem. Current is what I'm hearing. Through. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I, I love that. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Um, I was thinking about your the way that you've like you used to live in the suburbs yes. of a city, you know, not too far, maybe twenty minutes from the city, a couple times. And in your backyard, you had a giant fire pit. You dug a pond. You had axe throwing. You had bales to shoot arrows at. Mm-hmm. So you like put all this like country stuff in your backyard because you're like oh i want to do this stuff but now you live out in the middle of nowhere and you don't have that stuff anymore instead you put in a disc golf course yeah i I finally get the room 
but I think it was like. Well, I didn't need to dig the pond because I got the river. <laughs> That's the, true. The river comes That's through. That's true. The, but I mean, it's, like, it's really a creek, but it, like, it doesn't do it justice to call it a creek because no. a creek to, in the mid, to a Midwest kid is like, uh, like a puddle, like a running Let's call puddle. it a stream. But this thing's that like, sounds more. This thing's like 16 foot deep. It's and, big. And a good 80 yeah. foot wide. So it's, it's big. It's, to me, it's like a, it's a river. It's a river. Yeah. I mean, you can launch fucking motorboats in it and shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I don't know what the but, definition of. I don't know what, like, the. What differentiates? But no, it. I, I put the in-ground fire pit in there, and I'm just been working on. I'm just saying, it's like the the axes raising. and the arrows and all that stuff you did in the suburbs, and then like you leave there, and you're like, you know what? I miss the disc golf. <laughs> like, well, I, yeah, it's because I was playing country, and now I now am, you are country, yeah, so now, you don't have to. Yeah, so it's now it's not the fun, cowboy boots. It's not fun to imagine anymore. Um, I was uh, <laughs> I was uh, I was shooting a wedding. On Friday, and the photographer is originally from Alabama. She moved up here for a couple of years and moved back, but is still like has a couple of weddings booked here. We're sitting in like the back room, like during dinner, and she looks down. She's wearing cowboy boots, by the way. She looks down and she goes, "I got mud on my boots. That's country." And I was like, "You just wrote a song. <laughs> like that is a fucking country song all day long." I got mud on my boots. That's country. Like it was so like it was so perfect. I loved all, it. All country songs are so predictive. Mm-hmm. I I dislike it very mm-hmm. much. And then the, in my uh, fiance's car, like we've been listening to to Christmas tunes. Oh yeah, and it's like on the country station, so the country Ugh. commercials still come on. So it's very disheartening when I realize what's happening. And then we I just, hate that when I when I react too fastly, <laughs> it's just us sitting in silence. <laughs> When I turn it off, <laughs> I can't stand it. I like that too. Um, yeah, that's good. No, I don't. I don't really listen to the radio much. You know, I'll put on, I'll find like a Christmas playlist on Spotify if I want, or like I don't know. We were listening to NPR yesterday. That's that's about it. You listen to Cheddar News. Cheddar News. Yeah, Cheddar News, like the cheese. No. <sighs> Tell me about it. There's a fucking gas station, and it's really cheap gas, so I won't stop. <laughs> I won't stop going to you it. You won't stop stopping there. But the pumps are always fucked up. So like cool. it's like I it's I have to put in like eighty cents at a time kind of thing because the pumps I hate like that, the sensor. Dude. I yeah. hate that. And you have to like gently hold it's, you're like, come on, keep going. It's every single one. It doesn't matter how what angle my cars are parked at, <laughs> it's always just shitty because huh. it's me, because apparently everyone else has done the problem. So it doesn't matter what car it's <laughs> got a cell phone. It's, it's multi yeah, it's multiple of my cars That's that really I go funny. and it's always just me. I'm like, this is fucking care. I don't think people are telling me the truth. I think it's happening to other people <laughs> and they're just lying about I it. I hope to you're right. Crazy. But anyway, it's always bright and early in the morning, and I think the sensor goes off when it sees me because I'll be standing there for a minute, like a, or I'm sorry, a good 30 seconds, and all of a sudden, Cheddar News here because they have the little TVs on it. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I hate that it's shit. It's too sophisticated for being that shitty of a place. Yeah. But once again, the gas is cheap. <laughs> so I'm going to go there, but it's like, Cheddar News, have you heard about blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, I get all my information at the gas station early in the morning, like <laughs> fucking five thirty in the morning. So Cheddar News is like your CNN. It's all yeah, it's always just bad information though. It's it's talking about enchiladas and shit I could make. I'm like, dude, it's fucking five thirty. Like, so it's literally just talking about cheese. Yeah, it's literally just talking about cheese. What the fuck? I don't know. They ha- they give some kind of actor updates, and then most of the information is like older. It's like not new enough. It's like Dave Swiss has booked a role. You're like, wait, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> So no, I I hate 
Fuck, it made me think about it because of the country music when I turn it off. Because I always try to find the button to turn off Cheddar News. Dude. And then I realize I'm not in charge of the gas station, so nah, I can't man. turn it off. So I just get to drive There's away. supposed to be a thing that you can... There's supposed to be a button or a combination that you can push on all those that stops it or mutes it. No. And, like, I'll go through, like, dude, I've seen it on, like, Reddit, like, eight times. People being like, this is the button you push at this gas station to stop it. And I'm like, oh, sick. I'll remember that. And then I do, and I do it, and it's like, oh, that didn't work. It's somehow louder and more annoying. No, I just bring my headphones out with me. <laughs> block, Same. Block out oh. cheddar news. You got to get your country commercials with your Christmas music. It really is just fucking food. That's it's so just weird. telling me about things I could make. But like, clearly, I'm at the gas station. Like, you don't, you're not selling yeah. this shit here. I'll tell you this though, I, I made some pretty good mac and cheese. Did you, uh, hear, did you hear about it from Cheddar? No. Uh, what? Now I gotta think about it. I did get the recipe from a gas station. No, it was the internet is where I got it. Uh, you ever make homemade mac and cheese? No. You would be fucking shocked at how much cheese goes into this shit it was like two pounds of cheese it was fucking massive so much goddamn cheese your big old cheese bear it was good might have some if you want it no if you want some mac and cheese it doesn't, I, I mean you some. lost me at how much cheese was so much fucking cheese <laughs> oh it's wild um oh i had something i lost it well <laughs> You want, you, want to, you want to talk about this you movie? You want to talk about this movie? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as you all know, we're talking about 90s rom-com stars to pair up with Gary Busey and an alien zoo. Um, and last week we were supposed to do this movie, but I didn't have time to watch it, and I screwed up, and we did a different movie instead. And that movie was Sleepless in Seattle. So this week we're talking about Pretty Woman from 1990, which was directed by Gary Marshall, starring uh, Julia Roberts, Richard Gere, Jason Alexander, and... Uh, Laura San Giacomo. Yeah, I watched this a week ago. So yeah, it's not, so you're it's a little not fresh in my mind. Yeah, I'm used to watching them practically the day of. I actually don't mind when I have to wake up super early and watch them at like 4 a.m. because then it's fresh <laughs> That's in my wild. mind and I remember what's happening. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going off. I did limited notes on this one too, so I don't. Sure. It's, it's already stagnant, and I don't have much to say. About <laughs> sure. It. I've got a lot to say about it, and I think I've got some good. Um, I think I've got some good conversation starters that should, like, jog your memory on stuff, I uh. think. I think. You want to give us a little synopsis? Do you think Jason Alexander was always, like, practiced sexual assault? Or was it just, like, he was so <laughs> perplexed by how much money he lost that he's like, I have to... You know fuck, what? <laughs> I have to fuck this prostitute. Like, I've just got to do it. I don't and, know, like, man. Would he have left the money afterwards the 40 dollars that he wanted to pay her was it 40 that's what he said he's like what are you 40 or 50 well someone at one point someone said charge him a hundred bucks so i wondered what her normal rate was do you think it's like 60 bucks uh, probably Ooh. but it's 1990 so that's a lot more money guess hang on let's look at inflation it's like a yeah, 120 I think it's just doubled. I don't think it's because doubled. candy bars are twice. Don't no. talk about can candy. Candy bars, candy bars are, are like four, four times the price. Are they? Um, what about Nebsco wafers? <laughs> Neca. Did I ever tell you that it's a plumbing part? Nebsco. Yeah, Nebco. That's a plumbing part. It's well, like a copper fitting. Okay. And that's what I was saying over was, and over. That's why I was like, no, I think that's it. No, it's Neco. <laughs> I know. That's what. That's the word I was saying though. Nebsco. <laughs> 
And I kept saying Nebsco wafers. <laughs> it's copper wafers. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds unpleasant. Um, okay. Um, because you want the copper to be hard and it's actually like perforated. <laughs> what? Got holes in it, like a bird's bone. Like um, a single bone. It's my bird bone. Okay. It breaks all the time. Okay. Uh, wow. It is $60 in 1990. Is one hundred and thirty six today? I said one twenty. I was pretty yeah, close. Yeah, so it did. It did more than double, but not by a ton. I I feel like if I were to get a prostitute now, I would assume I was going to spend two hundred bucks. Like, but that's like an. A, I mean, I don't. Well, know. you don't want to cheap out either. Well, uh, I take it back. If I just picked someone up off the street, I'd probably be like, all right, like a hundred bucks. How about that? So let me ask you this though. But if I were going to get a nice escort, it'd probably be like three to four hundred. I was going to say if you're in Vegas where it's legal. Mm-hmm. Like, what's a reasonable price there? Do you think for just standard, no kissing? Yeah, I guess a, I'd want to kiss. Yeah, but like you're not going to get that. Like on the cheek. Oh, on the cheek. Like, like goodbye. Like thanks. Like <laughs> kiss me. On like, the hey, cheek. can we have sex for thirty-five minutes, and you kiss my alternate kissing my cheeks the entire time, just back and forth, smooch, 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 smooch. You know, I like, feel like that would get itchy. I wouldn't pay for that. Why would it be itchy? You know what? I wouldn't even not pay for that. Just don't do that. I'm going to do it. What? Okay. Okay. So you get two girls, <laughs> and you're having sex with the one, and the other one's just there for kissing your cheek <laughs> randomly. Ooh. She just she kind of walks. Like, she's doing her own thing. Like, like not like that. Like, she's, like, on her phone doing That's her own high thing. That's high-class living, my friend. Yeah. That t- it counts as a threesome. Yeah, technically. You can brag to all your... Kisses? Shitty friends who thought that was cool. Yeah, you're frat bros. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so I've never, I like, there has never <laughs> been a time in my life where I was like, I'm gonna go get a prostitute. I'm always just like, that's fucking weird. It's always, it's always such a strange thing to pay for sex. Yeah, I don't understand it. Yeah, and I think part of it is also like, there's such a stigma in our like culture about it that like. Even if you were like, even if it's something that you wanted to do, I don't know, man. I feel like I would be like, this is gross. Why would I? Why I've, would I do this? I've paid many strippers in my day, and it's always been awkward. Never been to a strip club. It's always like, huh, this is very uncomfortable for you. Andy. Yeah, I feel like I should leave. Right? I'll just, I'll just leave. I think I'll you should leave. leave. Yeah, yeah. I think I should leave. Um, so about that synopsis, was the was the synopsis just saying? Do you think Jason Alexander does sexual assault? Is that it? No, I because I, I like it. If I it left is. it brief, there was uh, about five sentences on the synopsis. Yeah, I just went with the first one. Yeah, okay. Modern update on Cinderella. That doesn't seem right, but that's what the no, TV. No, I think it's more like a Pygmalion kind of thing. That's you what, know, what, like because she's ugly, <laughs> like Pygmalion. No, that's like a classic story of like. A rich man who's, like, trying to, like, take a low-class woman and teach her, like, about high society and pass her off as, like, someone fancy, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I've known about... Or My Fair Lady, I suppose, is a more modern reference, I think. I've known about the big scenes in this movie, like the... Because they're huge in culture, like Die Hard, you know? The snapping of the the necklace box. Yes, yeah. Um, that was improv or whatever, and then the the shopping big, big, big mistake, mistake, big mistake. 
That was so fast. It's so fast. That is and it's so fast. And it left such an impact on culture. Like, you, was, you've seen that. Weird. Yeah, but, like, so when it happened, and this is the first time I've seen it. I knew yeah. about it, but the first time I've seen it, I was like, oh. Oh. But also, I don't disagree with the shop owners. Because you're like, yeah, they like they probably have to filter people. It's a thing. I don't know, man. I, 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 I get it, but I get I get both sides where it's like, they're being snooty and shitty. She's saying, I have money. And they're saying, you don't have enough money. Like, it's like, no, oh, well, fuck they don't you want her there because it's a nice place. It's kind of like kicking someone out because they're wearing, like, I don't care how much money you have. If it's a black tie affair and you're not dressed appropriately, like, you got to leave. Like, uh, I get that at, like, a, an event. But if you're a store, like, I don't well, know. Beverly Hills was, like, a high-end yeah. place in the 90s. So, yes, it's like. You <laughs> Until should... the clampets showed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Boy. Like, I, I mean, like. I get it. They're shitty, but like anyone who's in there is shitty. So yeah. that's what you need to accept. So yeah. when they kick her out, you're like, "Yeah, what did you think was gonna happen?" Yeah, and then like Richard Gear goes and like tells Larry Miller like to suck up. Like, it's, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I like Larry but, Miller, but also the message in that is I get to be whatever kind of ass I want to because I have money, and you're like, and oh, a nice suit. So we're supposed yeah. to like him, I guess. I don't know, man. Like uh, the whole time with Richard Gear, I'm like, oh no, like no point. Do you dislike this guy? It doesn't. But you kind of should. I've never <laughs> felt so much like this is not a real person. Like this is very everything about this guy is fictitious. Like as in he's a character. Yeah. Like I'm watching Guardians of the Galaxy and they're fucking flying through space with a rope on. Can you believe it more? And you're like, wow, like, that's fucking crazy. He's doing that. And then I'm watching Richard Gere like. Oh no! Like I'll pay, like I'll pay for the entire week just to have a companion because I I want to make sure you're treated right. And you're like, mm, mm. no, no. Like why are you being this nice? Oh, I just thought you someone should treat you nice. Like or like he's sitting there watching her cackle at the TV with that atrocious laugh, and he's like, huh? <laughs> like look how beautiful she is. Like no, she's being obnoxious. Like that's a she's being too big. Like. I feel like in that scenario, I, I feel like she's definitely, like, being really big. Like, she's definitely, like, overplaying the, like, uh, kind of coarseness of, like, her character. I think definitely to, like, highlight the contrast between the two. But he's also, like, overplaying the snootiness sometimes, you know? Except for that room. She was like, this is a great room. I'm like, that room is ugly as fuck. Well, it's 1990. People couldn't see as well back then. Golden elephants. That, yeah. Nothing matched. And it was like granny it, couches. Granny like, they were oh granny couches. God. I was like, damn. But that's but, like 80s. That's like but, 80s fashion. Like, but, you yeah, know. Like early on when he's like, she's like, why do you, why are you up on the top floor if you're afraid of heights? He goes, I've tried to find a penthouse on the bottom floor. It doesn't work. And I'm like, oh, so this is going to be something where he rescues her from a height thing. I was like, yeah, this is. Yeah. yeah, which is a good setup, I think. A lot of foreshadowing, but yeah. like, it's very obvious that at the end, because like midway through when he's sitting out on the balcony, like you can see him inching towards you, like, oh, so the, the yeah. climax is going to be that he goes. Because I, not seeing this movie, at the end, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he's she's going to leave. Like, right. they're not going to see it. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, that's, that's a cool ending. So then when it ended up being like he was the knight in shining armor, I'm yeah. like, oh, this is dumb. It's too, it's too sweet. Too on it's, the nose. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I feel like, I feel like this is one of those like foundational movies that has to like set that cliche so other movies can subvert it and do the thing that you wanted it to do. You know? Sure. Like I think it's, 
I think it works the, for no, that at, reason. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, exactly. It would have worked, but yeah, it didn't. It, it so didn't it doesn't hold up well. as well in that in that way. Um, trying to find. But I will say that she really is just kind of a adolescent mind because she's like, no, the reason I'm mad is because I know you're giving me everything. Like when when he's like, oh, I'll hook you up in an apartment, and yeah. then like. When he's like talking about kind of like dating or whatever, or figuring out what they are, he's like, "I'll hook you up with an apartment, and then you won't have to work anymore." Yeah. And she's like, "But you didn't do. But I imagined it like a white knight to come arresting me, and you didn't do it right." I'm kind of like, "Man, what a prissy asshole." No, I mean, here's the thing. I get that. I get that. It's like that I know it's you're like, saving me, but it's not the way I. But he's want. not. He's not though. He's not saying, "Hey, do you want to come and like." be in a real relationship with me and not have to do this thing anymore. He's saying, hey, can I hire you to be here for me to fuck you whenever I come to town? Yeah. That's, like, what that is. Yeah. Which so, is, like, okay, but, there's but, a difference, but, like... But here's the thing. I mean, if you're... If someone's like, hey, you don't got to work anymore, but when I'm in town, would you fuck me? If you're a prostitute, if that's your profession, you're like, oh, this is a sweet-ass fucking deal. Well, like, what's I, funny, though... I don't got to hook anymore, because clearly you're going to go fuck on the side when he's out of town. Who gives a shit? Well, like, but what she says, though, is a week ago I would have said yes to this. It would have been a great deal, but now it's really, not. She's really bad business. And it's not about, like, it's not, it's not about, like, she's a hooker, so she should do it. It's like, oh, yeah, I would do this as a hooker, but then we had this week together where I basically fell in love with you, and now it feels shitty that but, you want me to be a hooker still. But once again, she's, like, she's a really bad businesswoman. Well, she, she can't stick to the deal. Like the deal was just like, "Hey, I'm yeah. gonna pay you," and then and then he's like, "Oh, this is Greg Taylor. I'm just gonna keep paying you." And she's like, "But I love you now." Like, wow, you were that's well, fucking so <laughs> shitty that you're really not good at this. What I, the way that I think she's not good at it is she says. 100 for an hour and he says how much for all night and she says you couldn't afford it and then says three hundred dollars which i'm well, like yeah. that's three hours like what do you mean yeah i didn't understand that because she's like times are taking like she's really trying to bang him right away like getting the rubbers out yeah. and everything and she's like I'm, I'm like you don't understand like you're hourly like you want to milk the clock. no 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 she doesn't though because it's it's a hundred bucks regardless if he takes 10 minutes or if he takes 50 minutes so if he takes 10 minutes it's less likely he's going to want to go again and he's going to try to get her out of there so she can go out and make more money i thought it was 100 bucks for the hour it is it is but that's the that's like a minimum you know you're paying 100 bucks the max you're going to get is an hour and you're going to milk into that second hour then you run then that's when you make your money. I'm you still here. I'm still here. You get the guaranteed two, and then you run. <laughs> because, there's, because it's already locked in. But she did make him pay up front. So? So she would have had to stop. Was, she would have had to stop and be like another hundred. elephants on the way out. I would have got another 75 bucks. God, this thing sucked. Oh, they're so beautiful and high class. What? But when he's working and she, like, sits on the edge of his desk. Yeah. He's like, you're on my fax. And she goes, oh, whoops. I was just like, get the fuck off his fax. Like, like, what are you like, doing? Like, that's so rude. You have no patience for anybody. No, but they're sitting on your fax. Like, that's not okay. Get the fuck off. You should apologize. Like, hey, I'm sorry I crushed your report. It's like, paper. So? You can't crush what it. What if he had to fucking send it somewhere? What if he had it folded nicely and it needed no. to stay? Like, like that doesn't make any sense. You can't crush work. it. It's well, not whatever. crushable. It's like sitting on a book. Paper's not crushable. It's wrinkleable. Not when you sit on it in a stack. No, it is. 
You could bend the edges. All right, let's do some. Let's do some experiments. I got a lot of paper. I want you to sit. I on think it. if someone came over and sat on your guitar that was sitting flat, it's not crushable. But you'd it be actually like, hey, is. Could you not do <laughs> it that? Actually, is no. I've seen. I've seen you be territorial with your position. Who sat so. on a guitar? I don't know. Never seen Somebody. anyone sit on a guitar. You but liar. I think if someone leaned on your amp, you would be like, "Hey, dude, don't do that." Like, it's not crushable. But hey, could you not? I gotta Especially tell you, if you're like you're on my amp. And then she was like, oh, whoops, and then didn't move. You'd be like, <laughs> I love this. I love that you keep picking things that I'm like, oh, who cares? No. You're leaning on shit. Well, I don't care. It doesn't being, matter. You're being fictitious right now about your answer. I, I mean, I don't think so. Whatever. Um, so here's something that I here's something that I that I kind of came to like towards the end of this movie. Here's like a conclusion that I kind of came to. The thing about, like, rom-coms and, like, especially in the 90s is that they have these unbelievable premises, you know? Like, this crazy, like, when you think about the premise of it, you're like, well, that's fucked up. But they make it charming and kind of, like, uh, sweet anyway. And I, I kind of feel like something we have to do here is we have to, like, analyze these movies and see, like, which one works the best, which one has the most batshit premise, and, like, I think those are factors that we have to think about on these. What do you think? Yes. So, like, off the, like from the two so far, we've got one more next week. I'm not 100% sure on which one it is. We'll look at Sandy B's uh, IMDB before we end here. Um, but from the two, I think Sleepless in Seattle is somehow a crazier premise but this one is i think more impressive that they make it into a rom-com and from like what i heard uh originally is like this was like a hot script kind of going around and it was much much darker mm -hmm. there was no like real comedy element to it and i think like at the end, she ended up with like some disease or some something. I was literally like, going to say it like, was what dark. Are they, what are they going to do? Like make it, it was, something, yeah. like, something contagious? It was like really dark, I there think. Um, and then like it gets rewritten, developed, and like they bring in Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, who are obviously like, you know, these like rom com stars. I, although I guess they're not at that point. This This no. is kind of their like beginning for that you know but like i think i don't know much about richard gears yeah. acting history like what yeah. he did before this that's a good question i don't know um we should look at his too and see was he in primal fear i feel like he was that sounds really familiar um let me look at him all right he's in chicago in 2002 i fucking hate chicago oh an officer and a gentleman that was his that was his big like yeah Thing, you know, and that is like a rom com. That's like, or I don't know if it's a comedy at all. I think it's just like a romance. Um, that with the whole thing where he goes and picks up the woman and carries her out of the factory and like the dress whites, you know. Um, I think she ate more than their $300 worth of the money. Like, I think she ate more in room, room service. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, she had so much shit. She like, got so was, much shit. He was really spoiling her. That's that's one of those times where I'm just looking at Richard Gere. I'm like, this isn't real. Like, no one's really he's just throwing money doing around. this. Like, and and I don't really care how much he's worth. He was worth in Primal Fear. Because once you get enough money, you, you, you know when to waste it, when not to. And I still yeah. think someone would have said something. Because he wasn't like a billionaire. 
No, he wasn't. He but he's a multi, called a multimillionaire, but still, like normally, someone who's in that category is pretty strict on money. Well, but thinking about they, it, but thinking about it that way, even when they're if, being lavish, they know when they can write it off. When so you can't write off a. Well, maybe, maybe he was eating all those strawberries alone in his room. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's inflation from 1990 is 2.61. So, um, looking at it. It's if he has ten million dollars, then that's ten million twenty six times. That's twenty six one. That's twenty six million dollars today. Like it's so it's if he has a hundred million dollars, twelve point six million. That's that's a lot of money. You know, like he, it's just it's just one of those things where like yeah, stuff was cheaper and money was worth more. You know, like uh, so I don't know, I don't know. Um, she seemed like I didn't know how old she was supposed to be. I guess she was supposed to be like early twenties. Yeah, I think she's like twenty two or something. I think that's the idea. She's pretty young, but young enough that she can say, "I'm going to finish high school." You yeah, know, she, she didn't seem like she knew much. No, like once she was like, didn't know about tipping, like the guy that was in oh, the, room. the the bus. Yeah, and then and then after that, I, I really like I didn't know what was happening. But she was like, "I'm like, does she not know what strawberries are? Like how like how poor was she that she'd never seen a strawberry commercial?" Straw, berry. She goes, "What are you trying to do here?" And I'm like, "Those are strawberries." And then she was like, you, you know, them. like you're trying to suck up or whatever." I'm like, eh, "I'm still like, you seem like you didn't know what the strawberries were." <laughs> Thank you. Know okay, what but strawberries but are. to be fair, and I and I'm gonna I'm just gonna poke a little hole in your argument here. You just said. Look, she's never seen a commercial for strawberries. I've never seen a commercial for strawberries. Oh, yeah, what are you talking all, about? Yeah. Like we got them. Oh, broadcast TV is rotten with no, strawberry commercials. It's because they in California you're going to see them a lot because that's where they're grown. But like, are they? They're not. They're going to lose money. I don't think they are. They're lose money sending them out to states. I, honestly, so I think there's. All. I think there's. I think strawberries and primarily why, come from like Washington. No, and that's why you know they're in. California, where it's like the strawberry capital, the of strawberry commercial the capital of the world, yeah. and then and so they're, they're like, oh, if we don't send the trucks That's out, their state model. delivering these strawberries, you know, we don't we save more money, so we got to get them out of, yeah. you know, we got to keep them in the state, but we got to, you know, you know, people to get get some eyes on. Them. At the end, his like business deal, they're actually going to build the ships out of strawberries. Yeah, <laughs> That's part of it. Well, and he lasts fourteen days, <laughs> and like the, and they'll be dually. mushy for like eight of those days. Yeah, at the end of it, when he's like, uh, and the, he ruins the deal, and then he's like, and on top of that, I'm going to help you. You're like, no. No, you <laughs> wouldn't, Richard Gere. I'm like, no. He's changed. You don't know. <laughs> Hold on, I'm like, no, fucking Edward, <coughs> you idiot. And that's the thing. Until the rape part, Jason Alexander, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, he has a right to be furious because they've been working on this for over a year. This is a big problem. Like, yes, they probably would hire a hitman to kill that motherfucker for crushing the deal. No, but That's the, a lot of money. No, but the problem of, of that is, like, he's still Richard Gere's lawyer. He's still getting paid the whole time. I didn't understand. He's not necessarily well, making. that's what like, I didn't understand what. And, we, and no one knows what the relationship actually is, like what kind of kickback he was getting, because clearly he had something to say. Because well, I'm sure was, he gets a commission f- when they sell off the stuff, like yeah. the, the break up the company and sell off the parts. But like that's what didn't make sense with the lawyer. I'm like, well, he's fucking like hourly or pro bono, or like whatever. Like, he still got paid, so he wouldn't care. So the fact that uh, Jason yeah. Alexander did was like, okay, he has he's, some. He's kind got of some stake. stake in the deal, but like, but at that point, you're buying into the company. You're 
building ships together. If Richard Gere's this great businessman, don't you like pivot and go, okay, then I'm going to benefit off yeah, that. Whatever like, you're getting out of like this. Like if you're a good businessman, if you're a good lawyer, like why don't you just do that, you know? Instead of try to rape the the hooker I, who, I he's, they, who he loves, yeah, I think they they kind of forced that idea in, into the script. They're like, uh, "What do lawyers do exactly?" Oh, he's gonna get real pissed. Oh, they rape hookers. He's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> be a lot, lost a lot of money. But when they're at the party and Dude, then, the polo, when, yeah, yeah, when they're at the party doing that, and he's like, "Oh, she's a prostitute." Like, it does make sense why Richard Gere says that. Like, "Oh, don't worry about her. She's not a spy. Like, it's a fucking prostitute." But then yeah. when she gets all mad, I'm kind of like, once again, going back to the bad business world, I'm like, yeah, like he's, he, that's the fucking agreement. You know, like, and that's the thing that like, that's the thing that like, I, yeah, like, like rationally was, looking at it based on like their agreement, what they, like the terms of everything, she has no right to be upset about it. But emotionally it's like, yeah, I get how you feel. Like I understand, yeah, but like, shitty, but like, but right then and there, that probably should have cut her off from like instead of storming out, been like, yeah. oh, this is a business deal. I don't love this guy because he's shitty, and yeah. said, oh, she's nothing but a prostitute. Dude, Jason Alexander in that scene, in the polo scene, is such a slimy piece of shit. He hears that she's a prostitute, and yeah. like fifteen seconds later, he's like, eh, when he's out of town, we should fuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, but, I mean, okay. Once again, <laughs> like, if you're oh. if you're into prostitute, she's an attractive young prostitute. Oh, that, and oh you're for like, sure. And you're like, oh yeah, fuck it. Like she's like the the top tier of prostitute. Although, although I will say that if my buddy, business partner, whatever, my client was like, hey, I'm fucking this girl, I wouldn't be like, I'm I need to fuck her right after you. Then like, Ooh. I'd be like, Ooh, I don't think I'm gonna have sex with that prostitute maybe this that, is a you situation. Just ha- that you're currently having sex with. Maybe this is a situation. See that 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 seems like Jason Alexander's character is just such like a a horny, gross, like you know scumbag who's like oh i just gotta i just gotta get all the hookers if there's a hooker around i gotta fuck her like yeah yeah i don't know that's why. what drove him wild yeah. the whole movie is that he couldn't <laughs> couldn't control himself at the end yeah it just seemed like okay i don't think people would act that way like <laughs> i hope not no i did, it was just Jesus. yeah i was like okay like it was pretty shoehorned like oh we gotta make him go we gotta make him sl- uh, slimy they like do, hey, I'm, no I'm the, I think I, he's this cr- uh, kind of creep I think they set it he up doesn't know that like that's bad taste to be an attorney I and think, do shit like that like that's not no. gonna work well for you I think they set it up it pretty make well any sense. I think they I think they like I think they set the stage for it pretty well throughout the movie with like the little interactions with him throughout where he's like. You know, all about the business stuff, all about like, oh, we're going to fuck this dude over, this old dude over. Like, we don't care. Like, he he makes himself out to be this, but, like, ruthless, but, but shitty again, business guy. But then again, you have to stop and go, okay, well, Richard Gere has an ex-wife and now a recently ex-girlfriend. And his quote unquote best friend is the sleazeball. You're like, all right, so what's he hiding then? If he is the like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. he wouldn't hang around or have this guy as an attorney who's that fucking grimy if he had nothing to hide. <laughs> right. And and there is one thing like in like this type of movie that always comes up for me, which is like, if this guy, if the guy is so good, why is he like bros with this? absolute exactly. piece of shit exactly. like why so something is off in that demeanor and i'm not saying richard gear is not either either he's a, a piece of shit like like costanza or he's just going through life like 
oh, I didn't realize yeah, what a that's... piece of garbage this guy was. And at that point, he's a fucking moron. But the entire time, no matter no matter what, how it's how it's set up, I'm kind of like, this is terrible. Like, yeah. someone should stop Richard Gere and be like, hey, bro, you just got out of yet another relationship. Don't, like, like fucking literally fall that in love day. <laughs> with this, yeah, with this prostitute. Like, someone's got to intervene. It's yeah. like he had a stroke. I think that's what it is. Like, he <laughs> actually is evil, like his lawyer. That's why he, the lawyer's so mad and confused. Huh. Because he has a stroke and he's worried, and the lawyer's worried about him. Like, hey, you're not acting right at all. Like, so what's going on with got you a, and this woman? I've got another theory. And he's like, I love her now. Like, I've, I've got another theory. He never had strawberries before. Oh, and it just like, set it off. Yeah. It just like, it blew never, his mind. He'd it never changed been to California. Yeah, he's from New York. He'd yeah. never seen a strawberry commercial yeah. before. So he saw one and then immediately was like, that's why he stole the car. He goes, I got to find a prostitute. He's like, she's got red hair, red like a strawberry. That's yeah, because you don't know why he's going crazy in the beginning. because he's... Strawberry. Yeah, I would say craisins, but... Uh, he was... Um, uh, he had a bout of strawberry psychosis. His stressed berry. Straw... Uh, yeah, it was a straw bait break. I think that's one. Yeah, that's when he has the aneurysm in his brain. Is when he's driving yeah. around going insane, and then he's a different person entirely. When he had his straw break with reality, that's he's, it. If you if you look, he's just he's just doing the thing from The Shining. He's just writing the same thing over and over. Like that's what he's working on all night. No, I think if you look, he's just doing the thing from from Big Lebowski where he draws the guy with a boner on the yeah, pad over and over. The Jackie Treehorn. Um, so I think uh, I want to I want to talk a little bit about these um, these like rom com leading ladies, and they all have this like iconic pairing. You know, they have like a guy that people associate them with. So like Meg Ryan, you might say Billy Crystal from When Harry Met Sally, but they only they only work together that one time. She works with Tom Hanks in Joe vs. Volcano, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. They're like, even though they don't work together, like, I don't know, six, seven times, whatever. It's just it's just a couple, but that's still, like, the iconic for her is Hanks. And so Richard Gere is, I think, that for Julia Roberts, even though they only work together a couple times, but they're always, like, thought of together. She has she has Richard Gere, and she also has kind of Hugh Grant, you know, okay. from, like, Notting Hill or whatever, but, like, but I think it's really interesting, and I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, who that leading man is for Sandra Bullock, and I think it might Keanu. be Keanu. Exactly, yeah. because because not only do they do Speed, but then later they do the rom-com, or the the you know, the rom drum, the the magical realism of the lake house together, uh, which I happen to love, even though I know it's terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one of those movies that, like, I watch and I'm like, this is dumb and I don't know why I like it, but I really do. <laughs> is that the one about the mailbox, the magic mailbox? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. And they put the letters in Bruce Willis's mouth. Yeah. We talked about this. <laughs> bald, with the bald top. But I think it's it, really interesting. They turn his red ear up. For the mailman. <laughs> Do you think Sandra Bullock's could be uh, Stallone in Demolition Man? Her dad. Her dad. Sex with? Her dad yeah. lover. Yeah. What a weird movie that is. Maybe we do that as a bonus just for fun. Just get some more Stallone out of the way. <laughs> God, what a movie. I mean, we did two Arnold's. Fuck it. But if we do that, we got to do Jean-Claude. Like I wanted. Uh, Time Cop? <laughs> I mean, any of them. Really. <laughs> that fucking, that, here's that, the thing is every Jean-Claude movie is fucking 
bad. Time like, Cop. They really are. Really bad course. movies. I'll watch them. But yeah, I think we got to watch Time Cop if we're going to do one of them. But like, I watch Kickboxer again and I'm like, oh, this is painful. Like, I love it. It's just, they it's suck. Very they really suck. They're like through. just bad movies. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of one good John Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah. Maybe Double Closest Take. Closest is maybe Street Fighter? I don't no, know. No, no. That's the one he was all coked up on. Is Double Ten, Take... $10,000 in cocaine in one week. <laughs> is Double Take the one with Dennis Rodman in it? Yeah. No, that's not a good movie. <laughs> yeah. They're like, you know, they're in like a basketball-shaped spaceship or something. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, there's a scene where they get into a giant basketball. It's very stupid. So we're watching that one day. <laughs> And then we just, and then we judge Sandra Bullock after <laughs> we watch it. I remember we talk about that movie, and then we say, and then Sandra Bullock did this. I remember it was one day in like 2005, and I'm just like laying in my bed watching TV one like Sunday afternoon, and you call me and you're like, "Dude, I'm watching Time Cop," and I'm like, "So am I." Yeah. And we're just both watching it on TV, realizing how great it was. Yeah, Time Cop didn't make sense because the cars yep. changed direction. They get onto land. they get onto uh what looks like a Lego DeLorean yeah, a on a train track. Yeah. It flies into a wall. They go back in time, and when they get there, they're without the car. But then, when they come back to the present, they land. They're in the car, going the opposite direction, out of the wall. I don't get it. That is hella trust to put the wall there. Like zip into this it, wall. It, I anyone could have been like, "Hey, could we just have the tracks go for like a mile longer, just in case? Let just, me ask you this: just in case is, it it doesn't work, so we don't crash." Is the wall the time machine? You have to go through the wall. No, That's the time machine, the time I think. The time machine is trust. <laughs> and if you don't have it, you die. The time machine is trust. When you gain trust, you huh. travel through time and oh, space. It's magic. Like friendship. <laughs> yeah, that's it. God damn it. I still want to go back real fast on one of my notes that yeah, I need to talk, talk about. The bellhop. I'm also going to justify his behavior. Okay. She doesn't have the, the tenant's name. She doesn't have her friend's name. Oh, you mean she the you mean the, the hotel manager key. Hector yeah. Elizondo have a key? Mm -hmm. She is a prostitute. Yeah, and no, she's, she's trying to go back wrong. in the dude's room. He's I'm no, like, dude. Like that's immediate job dismissal. Like you're fired on the spot. No, no, no. If he's, you let a prostitute he's back in the right. into your room, that's the thing. He's in the right, but the whole I think the whole idea of it is that she just got treated like shit. And comes in, and he is also like, hey, fuck you. But then he helps her, and they develop, like, a relationship. It's, I think it's really great. It was just back-to-back -back with the... the yeah, and I think that's the point. Suite. But you're kind of like, all right, like, but once again, like, this yeah. is like walking around with... with dog shit on your shoe. People are going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, you need a... You need to fix that. You can't keep coming in places. I feel like... I feel like the, the hotel manager treating her badly wouldn't have affected her the same way if she hadn't just yeah. been told to, like, get fucked at the fucking, you know, yeah, store. Really, I'm surprised. Like, I like their relationship. I'm surprised that too, he yeah. wasn't slimy, too, in his office. Like, that would have made it more like, God, every day of her life is just terrible, and that's why we want to root for her. Because, like, you know, they're in this bad situation, and he comes on her, too. Like, er, you know, uh, comes on to her as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. so that way it's like all these guys are just like, yeah, this is terrible. So she finally found a guy that's acting decent. Yeah, he's a nice, like, not as much as shitty I, as dude. I, as much as I like the relationship between her and the manager, I think they could have done away with that and made him slimy. And that's why it's like, oh, I really want, like, the one nice guy to come through because everyone else is shitty. 
Um, I think I think there's like I think there I think there's like an important distinction between Richard Gere being the nice guy who she loves versus the nice guy uh, platonic relationship I'll, who's like I'm not gonna fuck you over. Like, I like we the can message. Be buds. I like the message of if there's ever a guy that seems okay, go with him because all these other guys are yeah. fucking awful. I think if the hotel that manager should be the message because that's really what happens in real life. I think if the hotel manager is a slime ball like you say i think it's tim curry i think it can't be hector elizondo i think it has to be tim curry like in home alone 2 oh so it's the same guy yeah i think like it's the same he gets guy transferred after he loses the kid in new york so they put him in no California. no he gets transferred after he tries to rape the hooker oh and then he's like okay i'll just and then he's like i'm gonna catch this kid <laughs> i'm gonna go and see his dad in the shower <laughs> yeah that movie rules yeah <laughs> I was gonna say then like most of the movie like the B roll was just people walking by with pizza and he's confused, and that's it. so. And then Home Alone pizza. he finally figures out what it is. He's like ah pizza, pizza. Uh no that's uh that's Rob Schneider, right? You bring Rob Schneider in too. <laughs> he's the doorman. You <laughs> bring the whole the bellhop. You bring the whole crew. Um so okay I want to ask you this. How does Julia Roberts Hooker compare to Jamie Lee Curtis from Trading Places? Who do you like better? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Absolutely. Because she's, she's more, more believable. She's more she's more self-reliant. She's more, hey, I'm doing this thing because I make good money and she's a good businesswoman too. She's a good businesswoman for sure. She I think she knows what her job is. Julia Roberts yeah. seems like too naive in this where we just you just feel sad, like, oh, like she's gonna Julia uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was like, "Fuck it, I know what's about to work. Like, this is going to work, and I and I'm, I got my shit together." Where Julia Roberts does not have so, her shit together. You know what? I actually think that Pretty Woman, like, makes a great like. She, I think, she completely splits the difference between you know? the the Jamie Lee Curt like uh, or Julia Roberts splits the difference perfectly between Jamie Lee Curtis and Trading Places, and um. What's her name? Uh, Ralph Macchio. No, Arquette from True Romance. Yeah. Because she's... So, So Jamie Lee Curtis is the... Like, she's a hooker. She's a good person. And uh, Dan Aykroyd learns, like, realizes I, that. But then... But she's also, like, a good businesswoman. And then uh, Patricia Arquette in True Romance is... She's a hooker, but it's literally her first day on the job. She's never done it. She's this innocent, so she can still well, like. Two, thir- so two, Christian two Slater cu- can still fall cu- in love with her. Two customers, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but th- so it's like there's like so Julia Roberts falls right in the middle of those where she's uh, like experienced, but not like as grizzled and smart about it as Jamie Lee Curtis. I think I mean close. I agree with you on certain points. I think she's closer, splitting the difference between Jamie Lee Curtis and then Wendy from Breaking Bad. Oh God, she also <laughs> likes meth. Like that was on that was B roll. Uh, it's like she was up on her fire escape smoking meth. She would. I, I do see her like getting a root beer from a vending machine. I can see that. And then she fucks the a kid. Yeah, yeah. Kid Jesse. Uh, <laughs> um, I thought you would really appreciate like when when they're first up in the hotel room, like when they're watching I Love Lucy and she's on the floor and then she starts like getting sexy. She goes the long way up his pants. Oh, I wrote that. One I thought like that. he's going the long way. I wrote it yeah. too. For you. So she was doing it. But I don't – once again, Jamie Lee Curtis, it's that she – you know what? She's a good person, too. She doesn't – she knows it's a business transaction with Dan Aykroyd, but also when he's sick, like, she takes care of him. Like, yeah. she's nice where 
Julia uh, Julia Roberts isn't really like she's kind of like fun, but she's not night like she wants to be spoiled and taken care of. Like she's not really outgoing think, and and giving where Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis is. I think that's the immaturity of it. I think yeah. that's her like. I think she's like a pretty. She's pretty mature. She's younger. I think Jamie Lee Curtis is probably supposed well, to be like nearly thirty well, or whatever. Well, and I think Julia Roberts is supposed to be like younger moved out here with a boyfriend who was a piece of shit and then had to like figure her figure well, it out go, let's go 10 years ahead in yeah. in um trading spaces yeah they're all clearly wealthy but i jamie lee curtis has her own place if they're still dating they have their separate property whatever like they're, i think they're both pretty independent where julie roberts is completely dependent on yes but i also think she doesn't care about that i think she's fine being like secure what? and happy with a man well, rather than well, like what's the rest of her life look like because you know yeah that's 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 a good point i think jamie lee curtis after trading she, places i think she's rich but i, I think, think she'd be an entrepreneur doing something i think she's jamie lee curtis from knives out yeah like that well, you know like i mean yay and nay she's you know jamie lee curtis and knives out I, wouldn't but once again more independent like she accomplished something worse that yeah. that's the, her, her dad hooked her no no she accomplished it. that's the whole not? point in, in knives out is everyone else mooched off uh, him and she was a self-made business okay okay and her husband mooches off her okay fair enough i, I forgot about that part what's his name don johnson yeah um, <laughs> But, That's a great movie. The sequel just came out. Yeah. You got to go see that. So, but anyway, I don't think Julia Roberts is it even in the same league where like she's just like maybe she's a mom, but like whatever. She's just like a housewife kind of thing. That's interesting. Okay. Um and, and not, I don't. And not, I don't and disagree. I'm not saying that as in like that's a bad thing for for anyone. If that's what she wants to do, and she's I'm just happy saying with that. that like, like, I don't. I think she's yeah. just. She's it's more different. Of, she's more of a mooch. Yeah, I could see that. I could see um, like she's just yeah. Doesn't that's want an interesting to work. point too. Um, like looking at him down the line, I think that is actually really interesting. Um, well, all we've got left here is uh, I want to know your thoughts on this movie. I wouldn't watch it again. You wouldn't watch it again. Um, I think it's. I was gonna say like I'm not gonna bomb it off the face with. I was gonna say it's fine existing, but that's <laughs> really no. I'm like I don't care. I wouldn't promote this movie. It's one of those things where like oh you got to see it because everyone says you have yeah. to see it. Um, I don't take away much of anything. Like that this movie was already like if you heard the premise, you're like oh cool. You wouldn't have to watch the movie. You're like oh okay, this this prostitute you find she she falls in love with this guy and they didn't intend to. Yeah, and I'm like there's not really a lesson. To be learned. In. Yeah. This yeah. Is, in my mind, this is kind of just a waste of time. I think if this is a movie you saw 20 years ago, you feel differently about it. Yeah. But. But I didn't. I get it. Yeah. It's one of those, like, I think it's a good movie, and I'm, uh, I don't know. I think, I'll, I think so far, I think Sleepless in Seattle is a good movie. If, I think Pretty Woman's a good movie. If, but. if there was, once again, if there was any kind of lesson, I'd be okay with it. I don't think there is. I think it's just a long, oh, they fell in love and they didn't intend to. Okay. Well. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, like I get even that. Even Sleepless in Seattle, it's kind of like, oh, it's crazy. Like, uh, beyond all possibility, they they end, they end find each other. And they're like, oh, okay, well, fuck. Like, all right. But, yeah, yeah these are just stories to, yeah, kill time. Yeah. Um. So, Julia Roberts was nominated for Best Actress for this. What do you think? You think she, you think she deserved a nomination? She was good. I, thought she was I really mean, good. I don't know what it was competing against. So, nineteen ninety. Let me look. I'll take a look for you. 
I mean, if it's the, between like that and Congo, I'm going Congo all day long. Congo's from like 1996. I'm still going Congo. Even though I don't know who the actress was in Congo. Laura Linney? Is that the one from No, she's, in, she's in Jurassic Park. Oh. Uh, oh, shit. Kathy Bates won for Misery. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. In many ways, that's correct. Yeah, so Kathy Bates, Angelica Houston, Julia Roberts, Meryl Streep, and Joanne Woodward. Those were the nominees. And I think Kathy Bates in Misery is fucking incredible. Yeah. That's a that's a really good movie. I think she did a good job in this yeah. movie. Like, I, think I don't she, think she could have done anything better. I think she her earned her nomination, for sure. I think I think she deserved it. Um, but I don't think she deserved a win. Um so what are we gonna do for uh, next? Let's week? look at let's look at Sandy B and it's, and figure out. We can out. still do half the episode double take, half the episode uh, talking no, about no, the no, time no. we watched double take. No, 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 no. Those those deserve their own individual <laughs> episodes. Like we're not whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, cheaping these, out on. What do you them. mean? Like we're gonna do two episodes about it? Like one's about. I must said Neon Dion. What's that his name? too. What's his name? Uh, Jean Claude Van Dion. <laughs> Jean Claude, and then the other ones about. Uh, Rodney. What's his Dennis name? Rodman? Dennis Rodman. Rodney. Rodman. Okay, here's the thing. I, so I think Sandra Bullock is the right choice Here's here, the thing. Like we talked about. If this is a competition, Speed's going to win. So we can't do Speed. Well, no, no. We can't do Speed. We can't do Speed. Just, just everyone out there, we'll do Speed, just not yet. Speed's but so good. the issue is I think a lot of the movies that we would pick for Sandra Bullock come out in the 2000s. And that's, I don't necessarily think that's I just bought a print where it's a, a shittily drawn or animated bus. And then it's Dennis Hopper's big face over top. And it says <laughs> pop, uh, pop quiz hotshot. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, I'm so happy. It was right. so not worth the money. <laughs> How much was it? I don't know, like $22. Oh, God. But then with the frame is another 30 all right, so I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna give you some. Uh, I'm gonna give you some titles, and you tell me what's jumping out at you. The net. Okay. No, not the net. I think we watched the net. Um. Let's see. Let's start. I think, I think in... we gotta do miscongeniality. Yeah, miscongeniality. It's 2005, my friend. Oh shit! So we can't do that. If we're going into the 2000s, well, we stay nine, I think there's a different we stay movie. Stay 90s when we go with the net. Okay. Um. So let's see. Working Girl. Oh no, that's a TV show. Hang on. There's a movie called When the Party's Over. No. Let's read a little synopsis. Let's, do, let's give Three something. women and a gay man in their 20s share a house in L.A., boyfriends and a kid brother come and go. I think uh, we do something that the audience knows. I agree. Um, so. Is there like a the prelude to no. Miss Conge- Congeniality? Not in that same way. I think. It was like baby I th- congeniality. I think <laughs> Ms. Congeniality. Um, I think. Our options for that are going to be While You Were Sleeping, yeah. Hope I mean, Floats, uh, is that the, it sounds like Practical the same, Magic. That sounds like the same movie. These all sound like the same movie. No, I'll tell you this. Hope Floats and Practical Magic are more drama, more romance, and I, I, believe, I believe While You Were Sleeping is more of a uh, comedy. So While You Were Sleeping is... All right, let's do that. Um, I'll give you the premise of it. She, give me a break from these movies. A guy, a comedy. A guy falls, like a guy, like 
falls and hits his head. It's Peter Gallagher, the guy with the big bushy eyebrows from the OC. Is this Overboard? No. This is the no. movie Overboard? He, like, hits his head and goes into a coma, and she, like, used to see him on the train and had a crush on him and sees it happen and gets him to the hospital. Wait, is this... Uh, his family comes, and she closer? pretends like she's the his girlfriend and then falls in love with his brother, Bill Pullman. That's is the this, movie. Is this Overboard? I've never seen Overboard. Overboard. But... So we're going to do While You Were Sleeping. Or she pretends to be the wife and the kids and falls in love with somebody. I don't know. I've never seen Overboard, I've so seen I don't both, know. I've seen both versions of Overboard. <laughs> They're both bad. It's the same movie. <coughs> so let's just take a look real quick and make sure this is streaming somewhere and not get another uh, True Lies situation. Uh, we could just, and I'm just throwing it out there. Do speed. Just watch Predator instead. I really want to watch Prey, actually. I heard it was really good. Nah, it's whatever. Really? Yeah. That's a bummer. Okay. And I and I um, went into this one wanting to like it. It's on Disney+. Plus. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so Disney's cool. one of the ones that works sometimes in the evening. Like, <laughs> well, great. let's hope. So we're only going to base movies off what you know, I can watch I'll, at my house. I'll tell you this, and I don't know if it... I don't know what types of devices it works on, but I know most of these streaming services, you can download stuff yeah. for trips. Yeah. So it might not work on a TV app, but maybe an iPad, no, and then you could use AirPlay to throw no, it on the TV or whatever. And we always remember to do it in the evening when we can't download it. Why don't you download it on your phone now no. before you leave here? No, Disney Plus works sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, so next week we're going to talk about while you were sleeping, and then... Um, you're going on a honeymoon, aren't you? Yes. So we're gonna take a break. You wanna take a break? We'll probably take a break. We'll take a we'll take a week or two off. Maybe we'll come back in the new year. We'll see. We'll discuss. We're gonna take a little break. You, you have to say we'll hear. We'll hear? Because they'll hear. Oh, you'll hear. Yeah. They won't see. <laughs> oh, you'll hear. You'll hear all about it. Oh god, I thought you were gonna do the um Kevin Spacey thing. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> creepy end Ugh. i i immediately thought of the um that like torture fucking scene from uh from uh uh Seven. no uh sin city where where like the girl won't cry and he's like you'll crack yeah. you'll you'll scream and you're like oh i tried God. to watch that the other day for the first time in years it's I couldn't cheesy get through the first the first part it's cheesy, and the if you opening. don't go in knowing it's really cheesy, it's like yeah. what it, I got. I'm sorry, I got through the opening, um, and I forget the, the actor's name, Josh, whatever Hartnett. Yeah, yeah. And then it got to the, uh, like un, uh, the the first the like, story. No, it got to the opening credits of the characters, and I was like, oh, I forgot about this movie. And then turned it off. <laughs> like, oh god, I mean, I, I liked like, it, you know. It's but... the same thing with 300. I tried to watch the beginning, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah. this is dumb. I remember loving this movie. It's those. It's because they're like overly stylized and kind of. See, you know, uh, yeah, maybe that was. They're it. fine. I don't, know. I, I don't know. know why I was so upset about it. Like I, I, I knew it was stylized. Yeah, it's just seeing it, I'm like, Ugh. it just doesn't hold up. Yeah, that's the thing. You know what's worse is Sin City Two. No, oh, I've never seen that. That movie sucked. I snuck into it after another movie because I didn't want Frank Miller to get any of my money. Mm -hmm. He's a piece of shit. Um, How do you really feel? Like that. Oh. Um, all right, cool. So next week we're talking uh, while you were sleeping. We're talking Sandy B, and um, yeah, and then you'll be fucking married. And I I can't 
try to win you over and marry you. Well, not yet. This is going to ruin my life. I mean, people die. You marry my you corpse. Bet. I'm going to marry the shit out of that body. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> Correct. All right. Well, I'd just like to say thanks for listening this week and every week. And tell all your friends about us. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what we do, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at KeystoneCopycats.com. We're at Keystone Copycats on Instagram and Facebook. If you got something to say, you can email us at KeystoneCopycats at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 513-239-7682. Um, if you're looking for something to do, go listen to Sinclarity. There's a bunch of episodes, even though we never finished, and we will someday. Um, and until next time. I'm going to be Zach, and he's going to be... Please. And I'm going to be...